You are listening to Pastor Elvis Ajiman. Pastor Elvis Ajiman is the founder of Grace Mountain Ministry and the convener of Alpha R. Follow Pastor Elvis on podcast. Podcast added for Android users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And podcast for Apple users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And now today's message. Stay blessed. The rebirth spirit. When somebody says that I'm born again, I am regenerated. What does it mean? As 13, verse number 33. God has fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in that he had raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm. Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Verse 34. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead. Now no more to return to corruption. He said on this wise. I will give you the sure mercy of David. Revelation 1.5. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness. And the first begotten of the dead. And the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us. And washed us from our sins. In his own blood. Somebody say the first begotten of the dead. Romans chapter 1 verse number 4. Talking about Jesus. And said and declared to be the son of God. With power. According to the spirit of holiness. By the resurrection from the dead. Listen to it. Was Jesus not the son of God? But the Bible says after his resurrection. Jesus was declared the son of God. With power according to the spirit of holiness. By the resurrection from the spirit. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That means there were different stages in Jesus' life. He was born as a son by a woman. But he was declared as a son with power after resurrection. And the Bible calls him the first begotten of the dead. The one who was born again from death. The first begotten. That's Jesus. The first begotten from the dead. And he said, in Acts 13, he said that when after Jesus was raised from the dead. Concerning what David wrote in the second psalm. He said that thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Somebody say the rebirth. So Jesus was the first to be born again. And it happened after death. So what does it mean for one to be born again? It's for one to come Back to life from death. That's being born again. And all these scriptures declare of Jesus. That he's the first begotten. The first to be born again. From death. He is declared the son of God. By the resurrection. From death. So there was a death. That happened to you. Then a rebirth. Somebody say I've died. And I've been born again. Shout it loud and clear. Say, I've died. 
and I've been born again. Which part of you died? Your spirit. Your spirit. And the Bible says that anytime somebody confesses Jesus that he is the Lord and personal, his Lord and personal Savior, the Bible says such a person should be baptized in water as a sign that he is crucified with Jesus and has resurrected with Jesus. There are many people, I have been working out for evangelism and I ask, do you go to church? Yes, I go to church. Okay, what does it mean to be born again? The person is standing before you looking at your face. I said, God, which kind of Christians are being produced in this generation? You've been to church for a while, you don't know what it means to be born again. I ask people, what is the gospel? They don't know. You don't need to know the gospel to be a pastor. You need to know it to remain in authority as a child of God. You need to know it. You need to have understanding into your the, the rebirth experience. To walk the God life that God has prepared for you. It's not pastors that must know this. You must know. Pastors must only open your eyes to it. You must know. You must know that you are dead of an old spirit. An old nature. If a man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Somebody say, I'm born again. I am a new creation. Hallelujah. He said, all things are passed away. It's gone. It's one thing happening. Listen, the things of the spirit works by consciousness. It's one thing happening and another thing you capturing it by your conscience that I'm dead and gone. So they talk about family cases, you shout, I'm dead. They talk about the disasters of hell coming upon the earth, you said, I'm dead to them. Can I hear somebody shout, I'm dead? That's why Galatians 2.20, Apostle Paul would declare loud and clear that I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. I'm crucified, nevertheless I'm born again. I'm dead to what you used to know me for. Nevertheless, I'm born again. That's who you are. But you see, somebody will live here right now and come and say, my problems. Referring to what he used to be. Is somebody here with me at all? Referring to what you used to be. That's why you have to stop everything and begin to work on your mind. And working on your mind is not reading novels. Working on your mind is not listening to motivational speakers. Working on your mind is staying into the gospel. Understanding it to the core, what it, re it, it represents in your life. And then you begin to work on yourself. You are born from the dead. You are born from the dead. Something about me you knew before I got saved is dead. Do I have a church here? Yes. You cannot still be claiming you are born again and still we can see trace of the past. It must be dead. It must be dead. That is where the whole journey begins. Life begins from death in this New Testament experience. The evidence that you have the life of God is the report of death around you. That is why nobody approached the Holy of Holies without a blood. And when Adam sinned and God wanted to 
reach out to Adam to show Adam that this is the tree of life. This is life. When you take it, you will live. But the condition is that you must pass through the fire and the life. So the Bible said the Lord brought a flaming sword around the tree of life. You can go for it, but Adam, you have to die first. So our greatest testimony of being Christians is not only life. Our greatest is death. The fact that we die so the life of God will find expression. That's our greatest testimony. Somebody shout, I'm dead. Oh, shout it loud and say, I'm dead. I'm dead to COVID-19. I'm dead to every disease. I'm dead. I'm dead to the corruption of this world. I'm dead to sin. Apostle Paul will tell you that you people should know that you are already dead to sin. He said, how can those who are dead to sin still live unto it? He said, it's not possible. That's our greatest testimony. We are dead. We are dead. What can you do to a dead man that will affect him? <laughs> That's your greatest testimony for being a child of God. You died to something that people are living for. You died to it. You died to it. Something that is destroying people. Something that is making people helpless in life. You died. That's my testimony. In the kingdom, one of the powerful testimonies is death. That is why the part of Jesus that will save you is his death and resurrection. It's death and life that works together as our testimony. If there is no element of blood around you, you don't have a testimony. Again, can I hear a voice say, I'm dead. Yeah. The litmus test of your life for God to have his way is death. It's death. That's been born again. That's been born again. We must find many dead things around you. If you say Jesus is around you, we must. You are too alive. To your old spirit. You are too alive. This is not the calling. This is not the calling. The calling. Is to be dead to many things. And alive to only one. Who is Jesus. That's how. That's the whole calling. So you see. It is after this experience that we enter into encounters. So when a person becomes born again, there are about four different encounters you are going to have that will guide you in your genital. You walk out of your body. And Apostle Peter calls it the tabernacle. It's a temple. You walk out of it and then steps into the reality of the foretaste you were having on earth. You see, sometimes eh, the Apostle Paul said that our spirit tries with our flesh. It fights with our flesh because this mortality must give way to immortality. So he said the spirit, the immortality in us keep fighting asking mortality to step out so he can experience the reality of the life that it has been bestowed on him. But the only limitation is this flesh. Mortality. 
So Apostle Paul, oh Jesus. Second Corinthians 5.1. I don't have to go here, but please spare me this. For we know that if our earthly house, somebody say earthly house, of this tabernacle were dissolved, for we know. So he calls this earthly house a tabernacle, a temple. He said, for we know that if it were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's your spirit. That's your spirit. He said, it's a building made, not made of hands. It's made of God. He said, we have it. The only thing that is blocking us is that this eternal, this flesh and physical tabernacle have not yet been dissolved. So, captured into it is that divine and eternal tabernacle of God, which is your new spirit captured in this. And then the verse 2. For in this we groan. <laughs> For in this we groan. Endlessly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. We groan. So you see somebody's prayer. A Christian like you's prayer was to be groaning so that this mortal body will be dissolved. So that the one that is prepared for him. For the Bible says that mortality will take on immortality. He said that so that it will be dissolved, that the one that has been built shall be clothed upon us. I pray that the Lord will change your desires. That you begin to go for that which has eternal value. And the verse 3, if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. You know what it means? It is only that body, that celestial body, that will let you live that pure life that God is looking for. This body keeps on exposing you. So sometimes you go up with the spirit, then you rise up one day in this body, something happens through this body and you are exposed. Apostle Paul said the only time we'll be fully clothed in righteousness and in holiness is when we encounter that eternal heavenly body. He said this is why we groan. It's our prayer. So somebody was praying that he would die quickly. That's what it means. Somebody had been praying that he would die quick so he will encounter what is there inside. You will encounter it. If your eyes is only on the outside, you can't walk in such a realm. Your prayer will be a house in cantonments. But those that see into the eternal realms know that there's a better house inside. There's a better house. Oh, I groan also. I said, I groan also. I groan also that I'll have an encounter. With a house that remains in heaven, that I will never be naked. Verse 4. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Jesus. He said, you see, he, he wrote to the... Um, is it a Philippian church? He said that if, if I die, 
is good for me. But if I leave, it's for your benefit. So he said, at the point in time we are groaning, my first groaning is that this house will be dissolved. So I can come into contact with the heavenly house. But he said, I've been thinking about it. Now we can change the groaning. And this will be the burning and the groaning. That we will not be unclothed. That means I don't need to die to see the reality of that divine house. He said, this time my groaning is that mortality was being clothed upon. Mortality will be swallowed up by immortality. That means the life that is inside will overcome this body. He said, now that is what I groan for. So I can, I don't need to die again. But there is a way that what is inside will come out and swallow what is outside. So that I'm a man like you, but I don't live like you. I'm a man like you, but I don't think like you. I'm a man like you, but my experiences are different than you. I pray that may somebody step into that realm. I said, may somebody step into this realm. In the name of the Lord Jesus, step into the realm where immortality will swallow up. Mortality. So it's possible that some people will be walking about mortals like you. But their experiences are in the realm of the immortals. It's possible. That is why Apostle Paul, this same man say, talking, this same man talking will come out and say that I know a man 14 years ago. That means this experience I'm about to tell you, I got it for a long time, 14 years ago when I got born again. So it is not today's experience. Today's experience is more higher. But this experience is long time. He said that I will not have you ignorant. I want to touch on visions. And if I touch on visions, you will know my kind of vision. It's not a dream. He said, I know a man. Whether out of the body or in the body, I know not. That means it was a, a, a translation experience. He said he went to the third heavens. And he saw things that this mouth cannot see. So he's a mortal like you. But he got into a realm and began to see things that he can't tell another mortal. He said the mouth can speak it. It's beyond mouth. It can't. And how did he get there? He said because I groom. I don't groom for money. I groom for experience. Shakataya. Until the rebirth takes over the flesh. I grow. I grow. Shalikatish. Olae fabreninga silas. Utiki shuva. No wonder a snake will bite him and he can't die. Kalefe peleskiva. Immortality. Mortality have been swallowed up with life. He can't die. He said, I stayed in the deep a day and a night. I still came out. I can't die anyhow. Because I'm not operating by this flesh. The new created spirit has taken over. You have an option. That's why we have. We have the three kinds. We have the natural man. We have the carnal man. And we have the spiritual man. The natural man is the one who have not experienced the rebirth. 
The carnal man is the man who has experienced the rebirth, but the flesh is in control of the newly created spirit. And the spiritual man is the one whose flesh is dead. So the spirit, even mortality and the flesh has been captured by that life. I stand upon this holy altar. Ta-ta-ta. Suta la batata. Koloska kalis. Spiritual men know how to speak in tongues. When the spirit swallow up the flesh, dotus skelifratish. It is when the spirit swallow up mortality that things start to come. So Jesus will begin to command things and it starts working. Why? Because the heavenly house has swallowed up the earthly tabernacle. But Apostle Paul says that this rebirth experience, you can go so deep that you don't have to die to see the taste of the glory. By the groaning, by the groaning, Give me the verse 5. He said, Now he that has wrought us for the same, the self same thing is God, who also has given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. So it is the groaning through the ministry of the Spirit that you don't have to have this body dissolved. But the newly created spirit begins to find expression of mortality. That is why God is not angry with you. When you are a believer and you are still fornicating, He's not angry. Because you don't understand this. And you are not practicing this. If you are not practicing this, sir, the flesh will detect. And God understands. God understands. That's why the Bible says that the spirit lasted after the flesh and the flesh lasted after the spirit. So that what you want to do, you cannot do. So the greatest battle in your life is not the battle against poverty. The greatest battle is the battle between your newly created spirit and your flesh. Genesis 5 verse 17. That's the battle you are fighting now. It's the greatest war going on. The spirit lasts in wars after the flesh. There is nothing about your flesh that the spirit likes. It's so new to the, the newly created spirit. For the flesh lasted against the spirit and the spirit lasted against the flesh. These are contrary the one to another. So that you cannot do the things you want. One must swallow another. And Apostle Paul said that by the groanings and by the ministry of the spirit, your newly created spirit can swallow up the flesh. So that you begin to experience what you should have seen in heaven here on earth. That's what it means. A foretaste. A foretaste. I told you last time that the reason why I die and I groan is that I, want, I don't want to be surprised in heaven. If I go to heaven and I'm surprised about everything, that means I didn't get the best of the Holy Spirit. 
Because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is the foretaste. A foretaste of the glory that is revealed to us. He is that inheritance. The seal upon our redemption. So actually, the Holy Spirit's responsibility is to give you every taste of how heaven looks like. Here on earth. If you get to heaven and you are surprised, it means your relationship with the Holy Spirit was not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Apostle Paul said that by the Spirit we are swallowed up. If the Bible said we will never be sick, there will be no tears. The reason why the Holy Spirit is here is to give you a foretaste of that. That's why the Holy Spirit is here. It's to give us a foretaste. So you see, you can read Revelation 21 and then you will know how the new Jerusalem looks like. Lord, how can I taste this? And it turns you to the Holy Spirit. He is a fortress of everything. Thank you, Jesus. So you see, Christianity is not just going to church every morning. It's a full experience of something that the Lord has prepared for us and he's saying that I give you my spirit. By him, let mortality be swallowed up with life. That you will be on earth. But your life will showcase how eternity will look like to the whole world. This is us, church. This is us. There is no devil in eternity. So we too, we live our lives like there is no devil exists. Exist. That's why the Holy Spirit was given to you. We live our lives as though there is, there is no calamity on earth. He says the Lord will be the sun. There will be no sun there. The Lord will be the sun. What does it mean? That means that it's possible that God can be your light here on earth. And David, David without the Holy Spirit, caught a, a little of it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. He was, he was talking about the experience of the new Jerusalem. That's how it is. In the new Jerusalem, God will be the light. There will be no sun. These are realities. This is why you are born again. And can you imagine that your only job is to groan in expectation that immortality totally takes over. It totally takes over. So you don't have time for gossip. You don't have time for certain things. God, something must take over something. The spirit must war and overcome the flesh. I don't have time for, for fighting and offenses. There's a battle happening within me. There is a spirit that wants to break out. Something is caging him. He wants to break out. And his only hope is my groaning. And sometimes if we, we are not groaning enough, then all creation begins to groan. For all creation groaned in endless expectation for the manifestation. So when we are not groaning enough, then the world begins to groan. Where are the church? 
But the church that must be groaning to manifest does not even know who they are. They don't. So you see, animals are groaning for you. That's why sometimes where you live is a residential area. Bears must not be coming there. But by 3.30 a bird will come and be shouting, why you are sleeping too much? I will disturb your sleep till you rise up and pray till redemption hits the world. We are in vanity. We are in bondage. Too many poor people around waiting for the billionaires that will arise from the church. They are groaning till life captures our mortality so that nothing becomes a limitation anymore. That's who we are. You are too dead to be limited by sin. You are too dead to sin to fall for it again. No. No. It's not part of our negotiation. It's not part this flesh is too swallowed up. It's not part of the negotiation. It's too swallowed up. I don't know how far you have been swallowed. Unfortunately, some of us have been swallowed by the world. And our spirit is crying to break out, but it is swallowed by the flesh. So you are even in church, but you are running to go and watch football. The flesh has caged the spirit. Someone may be sitting in church testing a girl. Where can we meet? The flesh has caged the spirit. But when the spirit cages the flesh, even when we share the grace, we go and sit on the altar. I groan, I groan, I groan, I groan. The Bible says sometimes we don't know what to pray as we ought. And the spirit helps our infirmity. And then he prays for us, make intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. That's the realm of the spirit. Groaning. Groaning. He says sometimes we don't know what to pray as we ought. That means we are praying, but the prayer we are praying is not the right one. So the spirit helps our weakness, our infirmity. Not knowing what to pray is like sickness in the spirit. So the spirit helps our infirmity with groanings that cannot be uttered. Mm. 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 That the spirit will take over. Mm. When the spirit takes over, the flesh goes for evangelism. Mm. Mm. When the spirit takes over, the flesh fasts. When the spirit takes over, my God, the flesh walks the path of righteousness. When the spirit takes over, hatai. Then the Holy Ghost is groaning, ha Hey, when you meet the Holy Spirit praying, you cannot hear words. Ha. His heart is burdened. His heart is burdened. That though we will not be unclothed, but we will be clothed upon. That immortality will be swallowed up in life. Shakata. Lekata Holiness is possible. 
Riches is possible. Dominion is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Casting devils out is possible. But you see, it's not possible by casual lifestyles. It's possible when we are captured. Captured in glory. And captured in the realm of God. So that we don't have to enter heaven to see him right here on earth. There are experiences. I was in Dominion, uh, Dunamis this week. And one line from Dr. Paul struck my heart. He said, at least some of us, we have known God. He said, it's not too much, but we know him. Ha! <laughs> it's, it's more than money. He's here. Rise up. Lift up your hands, begin to speak in unknown tongues. mortality be swallowed up. Be clothed upon. And you are there. And you are there. You are there. You are there. You are there. And 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 you are there, she was there, she was there, and you are there, and you are there. This is how to grow until you are clothed upon, and you are there, and you are there. And you are there. And you are there. 
You are there. You are there. You are there. And you are there. And you are there. And you are there. And you are there. Somebody, can you go higher? Until you are clothed upon. And you are there. And you are there. You are there. And you are there. You are there. You are there. And 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 you are there. Shakataya Dabasha. Salapalakata. And you are there. And you are there. And you are there. And you are here. And you are here. You are here. Hello, Baba Tosh. And you are here. We will experience heaven on earth. And you are here. And you are here. And you are here. And you are here. It is when the spirit is swallowing the flesh that diseases begin to give way. That depression disappears. Because the spirit knows nothing of this. And you are here. And you are here. And you are here. Hello, Patatatia. And you are here. You are here. And you are here. Hello, Manuana. Hello, Bobo. And you are here. You are here. Back at the minicos. Hila Boku Takasala Zokafabeleka Dodo. A giant is being raised among us. Mighty warriors are rising. No more carnality. Spirit men and women. We will be dangerous. The world cannot handle us. The forces of hell cannot handle us. Satanic entities cannot handle us. And you are here. You are here. You are here. And you are here. You are being clothed upon. 
your earthly body must not be dissolved. Whilst you are unclothed, you'll be clothed upon. Hey. The apostles were clothed upon with fire. They were clothed upon with fire. And the world could not contain them. Jerusalem could not contain them. Some were moved to Samaria. Some were moved to the uttermost part of the world. Some were moved to Judea. Only your city cannot contain. A time is coming, Ghana cannot contain us. Hey, for we are clothed upon. We know things mere men don't know. We touch things mere men cannot touch. We experience things mortal men cannot experience. Man in the for you are there. When you are there, you are there. When you are there, when you are there, dangerous men and women, the spirit of lust will give way as we walk, diseases will give way as we walk, for we shall mount up with wings like eagles, and we shall fly, we shall run and not be worried. Hey, hey, a generation is arising, and people are arising. We shall settle the cases of nations. Presidents shall seek councils on our tables. For we have contact with God. We have contact with Him. We have not lost contact. Hey, 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 hey. We have not lost contact. Mm. Atata. And you are there. And you are there. Asafalamata. Sopelemeneko simanai. Second generation don't lose contact. Revival is taking place in our time, and it starts when we begin to groan until our mortality is swallowed up. Jesus just entered here. God is raising apostles, prophets, pastors, business gurus, academicians who will be raised by the Spirit. Who will be raised by the Spirit. Every weakness in the body is swallowed, every limitation is swallowed. For the spirit is taking over. You are busting out in the spirit of prayer. Busting out in glory. 
bursting out in power. Immortality swallowed up, forget about premature death. Swallow up your mortality with life, and fear will be disappearing now. For nothing will be able to stand before you. No. No! No! Someone is about to give a shout of victory. It will come from your spirit. I saw someone shouting. Your spirit just took over. These are not just sounds. Is the announcement of the spirit. It's the announcement of the spirit. We shall never be the same. We shall never be the same. This is the day things are turning around. Devils will bow before you. Spirits will bow before you. Altars will bow before you. Satanic kingdoms will swallow up in your presence. This is sound of the announcement of the spirit. When the rivers in you begin to burst out, it comes with a sound. I just saw someone eyes open divine experiences divine experiences
devil, you have lost it. Satan has lost it. Satan has lost it. Devils have lost it. In the name of Jesus. May this list of yours never stop groaning. Until all of your immortality close you. And all of mortality disappears. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Pastor Ajuman Elvis. For inquiries, send us a mail on pastorelvis at gracemountainministry.org. For questions relating to relationships and marriage, send us a mail on loveclinic at elvisajuman.org. You can also send your testimonies via testimonies at elvisajuman.org. For offerings, visit www.payalphar.org. For more information, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. Remember, faith cometh from hearing and hearing the word of God. Stay blessed.